an American history lesson. You don't know nothing about Lady Liberty. Standing there in the hub with her torch on high, screaming out to all the nations of the world, send me your poor, your deadbeats, your filthy. <laughs> and all the nations sent them in here. They come swarming in like ants. Your Spanish PRs from the California. Your Japs, your Chinamen. Your oh, Archie, boy. Archie, 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 calm down. All in the family. Created by Norman Lear, dead at the age of 101. Wow, Norman Lear. And then there's Maud and the Jeffersons and so many other television contributions. Um, he's a great guy. He wrote a book about his life a few years ago. can't remember what it was called, but I, I had it and I read it. Well, actually, no, I didn't read it, but I interviewed him about the book. He was such an interesting guy, very warm and upbeat. He was in his mid-90s at the time, 101 years old. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where was he Where's he from, anyway? Uh, Connecticut. And then he went to Emerson College, like a lot of communications guys do. He left um, during college. He enlisted during World War II in the Army Air Forces, rose to technical sergeant, flew 52 missions as a radio man, most from a base near Foggia, Italy. He received an air medal with four oak leaf clusters. Damn, I wish I knew this. After the war, millions of servicemen and women took advantage of the GI Bill of rights to attend college, but Mr. Lear decided he would not return to Emerson. With the help of an uncle who was a press agent, he got a job with the publicity firm of George and Dorothy Ross, who had many clients in theater. He lasted a year before being fired for planting one too many items that were demonstrably false. Uh, He becomes a door-to-door salesman. Uh, He works with a friend named Ed Simmons, and eventually they start to write comedy routines together. Their break came when Mr. Lear called the agent for the popular nightclub entertainer Danny Thomas, who would later become a TV star and got his home phone number by pretending to be a New York Times reporter. Mr. Thomas appreciated the boldness of the ploy. He also liked the routine the two men wrote for him and purchased it. And then he was off and running. you got to be bold in life. Norman Lear provided so much great entertainment, including and especially... All in the family with Mar- Archie Bunker and the meathead, Michael Stivick, and, of course, Edith, the sweetest, wisest woman in the world. I am not going to repeat the line because I'll get emotional if I repeat it, but my goodness gracious, there is a line from that show. I could be a great actor because whenever I have to cry, I can cry. If I tell you this story, I will start crying, and it's just a summary of the episode. Oh, my gosh, it was so beautiful. The 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 height of art. And one other thing about Norman Lear for now. I actually had a very unique experience. I told you how I interviewed him for his book, but that's not the unique part. So in 1997, I am flying my Harrier jet off the coast of California, not too far off the coast. I'm practicing landing on an aircraft carrier, an LHA, right? I'm taking off, I'm landing, I'm taking off, I'm landing. And then I hear over the radio um, that we've got VIPs in the tower, VIPs. Is it a general? Is it an admiral? So I go over a discreet freak that, you know, like you can't, not everybody can hear it, but only certain people can hear it. I could talk directly to the people in the tower, but not everybody else. I'm like, who? actually not in the tower, another, another office. I'm like, who's the VIP? And they said, uh, the first thing they said was, it's, it's actually not a VIP. I'm like, well, what do you mean? It's some guy named Norman Lear and his nephew. And I'm like, Norman Lear? Yeah, so apparently he's a big shot, but nobody here has heard of him. <laughs> I was 
like, wow, Norman Lear. And I'm taking off and landing and taking off and landing, and I'm looking in the window there, and there's Norman Lear. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I'm performing for Norman Lear. And by the time I was done with my mission and and uh, closed up the aircraft and got out of it, he had already helicoptered off. I really would have liked to have met him. But go fast forward to 2015, and his book comes out. I'm like, uh, sir, would you about 20 years ago, 18 years ago, do you remember being on a ship off the coast of San Diego and watching Harrier's Land? Yeah, I, w- I was with my nephew. Jo- well, I was the pilot. He's like, he he had a cell phone. He dropped it. He was like so shocked. He's like, that is amazing. And it's obviously I wasn't making it up. I mean, it was like, who would remember that? You know, and he told me all about that day and his thoughts about the plane and the experience. And he was wondering, who is this guy? Uh, anyway, beautiful, beautiful moment. Norman Lear, rest in peace. I got to come up with another epitaph other than rest in peace. It sounds like an epitaph for a cartoon mouse. I ain't going to watch them all in the family this weekend. In fact, I might binge it. Hello, Adam. Welcome back. Hello, sir. Um, you said you was talking about Jack Smith and he was a criminal. Uh, what about the guy in the house that's blocking up those pictures so nobody can see him and they can't get arrested for the crime they already committed? What house is and that? You say, Law. The House of Representatives, sir. Who? Who's the criminal? I mean, there are plenty of criminals there. Who? He's blocking out. He's blocking out when he when he does the uh when he gives when he does the stuff for the January sixth committee. He does the what? I mean the videos for the He does the, the videos what? for the Oh the Speaker of the House is committing a crime by releasing those videos, huh? You want him arrested. No, I'm saying he's blocking out the people so doing crime. So so he's aiding and abetting crime. Oh, give That's me a what? break, Adam. You know you you, you you're just He's aiding it. The FBI already had all that stuff. They already had all that stuff. They all they have all that stuff. Aiding and abetting crime. You know who owns that security camera footage? I do, and you do. Why is it that the moment an interesting, the moment a celebrity is in something, or the moment a cop makes a mistake, twelve hours later we all see the body cam footage. Why won't they let us see the body cam footage and the security footage, all of it from January sixth? Think about that one, Adam. Think about that, aiding and abetting. You're getting dumb on me, Adam, and I know you're better than this. You're a smart guy. You're very savvy. You know the ins and the outs. Why are you going with this fake news crap? Sandra, hello. Hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. I want you to know that Trump issued an executive order on combating anti-Semitism to enhance enforcement of Title VI of the Civil Rights Act to protect Jewish college students from the overt hatred now rampant on so many American campuses. I wonder if Biden trashed it. And also, Susan Sarandon, she apologized when the agency canceled her. So, you know, she, so maybe we have to do more canceling of bad behavior. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless Israel. <laughs> 